Hey, my prayer wall warriors, and welcome to episode one of the Prayer Wall Podcast. I am so, so stoked to be here today. I'm so happy that you all have joined me for the very first episode as today is launch day. I am so excited for everything I have in store for you all. So once again, thank you for tuning in to the Prayer Wall Podcast, the podcast for the broken, the healers, Those of us who are overcomers, for those of us who need a little bit of faith, inspiration, or sometimes both, here we discuss real life and raw experiences. By the end of the show, you'll be running to your prayer wall to surrender whatever topic we've covered to the Lord. I'm your host, Taylor McElwain, and this week on the Prayer Wall Podcast, we'll be discussing coming out of your wilderness. Now, before we get started, I will be taking the time to read our devotional for this episode, which is coming out of the Pray, Live, Win, 52 Practical Prayers for Women book by D.C. Marshall. I've been working through this devotional book for about two and a half years now, and I love that you can pretty much go through and find a prayer for any topic that fits whatever you're going through at that specific point in your life. So I'm starting today with the prayer for the journey since we will be talking about the journey out of your wilderness to your promised land. Our verse today is coming from Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. Again, that is Ephesians 3.20. And our devotional goes, God's blessings are chasing me down. I remember posting those words to my Facebook status a short time ago. It was during a season where I felt overwhelmed by the favor of God in my life. His blessings were continuous, so much so that I was living in a state of awe at everything that he was doing. He would show up over and over and over again. In fact, the blessings were so constant in the back of my mind, I was in slight disbelief. I remember this one moment when I allowed an itty-bitty bit of fear to intrude on my thoughts. Though faint and thankfully fleeting, I thought, this can't go on forever. The way God is blessing me, however, I've come to discover that is exactly the kind of life God has intended for me and for you. When you live for God, and I mean really, really live for him and follow him wholly, his favor on your life will be steadfast and relentless. His love endures forever and the manifestation of his love will show up in your everyday walk with him. This woman of God is how the winning in life happens and what it looks like. When you surrender to living your life fully, completely 24-7, and not just on Sundays like a surface-level Christian, God has no choice but to see your faith and respond in kind. In Mark 2-4, he says, I am fascinated by the lame man whose friends pressed their way towards Jesus with the total expectation that Jesus would heal him. The lame man's friends cut a hole through the roof of where Jesus was hanging out. That is faith. You have to allow God to see you coming through the roof. That gesture could demonstrate that you too have fully surrendered. That despite obstacles in your path, you have found a bold way to press forward to be in his presence. The lame man was healed because of his faith and boldness. There is no doubt in my mind that when you chase God down like that, he will chase you down and bless your obedience. This is where winning begins by chasing him down. 
If you are going through a season in your life currently where you feel as if God has forgotten about you, that he doesn't love you or that he is angry at you, please understand that that is not the nature of God. God loves you and wants the best for you. His word says in John 10, 10, I've come that you may have life and have it to the fullest. He's talking about you. Yes, you, you prayer wall warrior, you. God came to save you and because he saved you, purchased you with the price, he owns you. Since God owns you, it would make sense that he considers you a pride possession that he holds in his palm. And since you are his prized possession, it would also make sense that he went through the trouble of sacrificing his one and only son for you because he has a plan for your life. God made a sacrifice for your life and second salvation and the promise is an eternal life. He came that you would have life to the full, not lacking in any area. This is why it does not make sense that you, a child of the Most High, will live in a perpetual season of struggle, lack, and defeat, broken in a pit. This is also why why it does not make sense for you to go on wandering in circles in the wilderness of life, day after day, month after month, year after year, seeing and doing the same things and getting the same results. Christ came to give you an abundant life. No matter what your situation or circumstances are right now, it is written in Jeremiah 29, 11, that God's plan is to prosper you, to give you hope in the future. You may not believe it yet, but I'm going to believe that God has something that he's about to stir up in you right now in this episode to call your attention to a new possibility in an opening season of perpetual winds. Get into position right now, whatever you're doing, unless you're driving, don't do that, <laughs> But just brace yourself for the prayer that I'm about to bless over your life. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to you right now saying thank you, Father. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you for life, Father, for breath and strength, Father. Thank you for being the head of my life and for sending me such a resource to change my life. I boldly declare my intent is to grow closer to you, Father, through the discipline of conversation with you, Father. My intent is to increase my prayer life and to seek you for all things, Father. Our intent is to be more obedient in presenting everything to you, Father, big and small. Father, teach us how to give you everything and teach us how to trust you, Father, completely, completely, completely trust you for guidance before we move too swiftly on life matters. Thank you, God, for forgiving us. Thank you, God, for covering us. Thank you, God, for protecting us. Thank you, God, for leading us. And thank you, God, for guiding us. You know what we need before any of us asks for it. You created us, Father, and you have a plan for each and every one of our lives. And for that, I am so grateful. You have given me your word that you would bless and prosper us, Father. For that, I am grateful. You have given me your promise of an abundant life. For that, I say hallelujah, Father. You think so highly of us, Father, and speak such kind words. And with that, I want to learn to do the same for myself, Father. So reveal your hidden plan and answers for our lives. We want you to be who you've created us to be. So change, transform, stretch us, Father, and grow us into the mature Christian and follower of you. Open our hearts right now, Father. Attune our ears to your mouth. Speak, Lord. Guide, Lord. Show me, Lord, the way. Draw me nearer to you, Lord. Make it plain. I want to hear what you have to say about my needs, desires, wants, issues, challenges, Father, my situation, and my circumstances. 
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Prayer is such an uplifting way to be with the Lord. He requires nothing special from us. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to encourage you all to focus on the prayer that I just did, that I just covered your life with. And I'm going to encourage you to take those things that I said and to let that resonate as I go through the rest of the episode with you all today. But first, I have some very, very cool things coming up. I want to start with our hometown ad for this week's podcast. Although you may be bummed out by the coronavirus and how it's impacted your recent celebrations, you still deserve to capture those special memories. And what better way to do so than with photos? Katrina Marie is a photographer located in Indianapolis, Indiana. She shoots a wide range of events, included but not limited to weddings, maternity shoots, and graduations. She has experiences with families, couples, and that's right, even your little ones, the babies. Whatever you want done, she's the one. Pricing starts at $90. This is such a great deal for quality photos. Right now, Katrina Marie Photography is running a special where you can receive $20 off a photo shoot, so an even better steal you don't want to miss out on. For more information, go ahead and go over to Instagram and search at Katrina Marie Photography with two underscores. Again, that's at K-A-T. T-R-I-N-A-M-A-R-I-E-P-H-O-T-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y with two underscores on Instagram. Thank you, Katrina Marie Photography. Now on to our episode for the day. I am so, so excited to be with you all. I just can't say that enough. I know that it's going to get redundant, but again, like I said, this podcast has been a long time in the coming. So what exactly is the prayer wall? So I first watched the movie. I don't know if you all are familiar with it, um, The War Room, and it had Priscilla Shire in it probably about five years ago. And I love the idea of having a space in my home where I could just go and just be with the Lord. I could take all my worries from the day. I could take all my gratitude. I could just take anything that I wanted to take before the Lord and just be with him in that specific space. And at the time I was a college student. So of course I didn't have my own home, not a lot of space in my dorm room. And so my prayer wall first started literally on the front side of my dresser drawer that very first time I put it up and I remember just being like okay Lord we're working with what we have and when I first began my prayer wall I definitely had more structure to it and so I was just getting into learning how to pray effectively and I was very um, organized about the way that I chose to talk to God and it was just so so formal and so I started with the acronym pray so I put up four different post-it notes the P stood for pray so I would start my prayer and I would just thank God thank him for whatever had taken place within the time since the time I had talked to him last I thanked him for just waking me up that morning for breathing life through me or if it was end of the day I would just thank him for whatever happened during the day so just giving gratitude to him. Then my R stood for repent. So this is the time that I just went before the Lord and I just said sorry for, you know, the sins that I have been dwelling in or the things that I knew were not of the Lord and they were not Christ-like because we are all human. We make mistakes, but the Lord wants us to go to him and have those conversations about our mistakes with him. And then the A stood for ask. This is when I would take the time to actually ask God for specific prayers. 
Your why is going to be your yield. So this is you ending your prayer. You saying, thank you, Father. Amen. And so it's a very structured way. As I progressed to having four or five different prayer walls since then, because college students move a lot, my prayer wall has become a lot less structured because I don't feel like I have to be as formal as I used to be when I talked to God. So my my prayers are more conversational. It's just like I'm having a conversation with my father. I'm having a conversation with someone who was very, very important and near and dear in my heart and in my life. And so my current prayer wall, I only have two main categories. The first one is what I'm thankful for because we should always have a spirit of gratitude for God. And then the second is whatever I'm praying for. So that's whatever I'm asking. And I am very, God wants you to come to him knowing exactly what you want and asking him for that. Don't beat around the bush with that. Like he wants you to lean on him and to know that he will provide what you ask for. And it may not be in your timing, but he wants you to tell him what your needs are during that specific time. I'm pretty sure with my prayer while I am keeping the company post-it notes in business um, because I buy so many different color post-it notes, different color pens, and I have no color coordination, but I just love to have the different vibrant colors. Your prayer wall, again, does not have to be anywhere special. I'm telling you guys, I literally started with this being on the front of my four-drawer dresser. Um, and so whatever you can find in your home is just fine. God, thankfully, is a God that we can worship in any place at any time, and he will meet us exactly where we are. And so my current prayer wall is in my bedroom. It's on the side of my I have a little ledge and I love it. I'm so sad because I've moved to a new apartment. So I'm going to lose this beautiful ledge and this beautiful wall that I have had displayed. And I just love it being in my bedroom in such an intimate place. And just a reminder when I wake up in the morning and go to bed at night of who has kept me protected all day long or all night long. And so your prayer wall has to be nothing special. It just needs to be a way for you to communicate to God if that's the way that you choose to communicate to God again. This is such a staple in my prayer life. And so I want to encourage you all to kind of make your own prayer wall, go with the flow, go with whatever works for you. And then if you need ideas or just a graphic to look at. I've posted a picture of my prayer wall on the prayer wall podcast Instagram. So that's at prayer wall podcast on Instagram. And I put a photo and just some kind of tips and tricks on how to get started, how to keep it going and things of that sort. So I want to encourage you to put that prayer wall up because it is going to be so, so huge in the prayer wall podcast in general. So good luck, prayer wall warriors. Get started with that. All right, so I know I can't be the only one who feels they've been living in the wilderness lately. With this current pandemic that's going on, I can't help but feel like I'm always in a space lately that is just wild and chaotic. I know when I go to the grocery store, I just get so much anxiety. I'm putting on a face mask. I feel like I'm going into battle each and every time. And then we also have the current happenings in the world with police brutality and the Black Lives Matter movement and just always having to be on guard and always defending and just always teaching and preaching and reaching people. And so It's just been a constant state of wilderness. So we're going to focus on that for the first part of our episode today, your wilderness, wherever you have been. And I'm going to start with sharing my own personal testimony. When this pandemic first started, I 
let fear control me. I let anxiety control me. I let the media control me. And I really just fed into the scare tactics that the pandemic put out there. Not necessarily the pandemic, but I guess just the media, the way that it was portrayed. And I was just afraid all the time. And I went home the beginning of March to Indiana and stayed with family for about a month. And it was very difficult for me because I'm so used to having my own space, doing my own thing. And in the midst of being in this place where I was just not comfortable, I was also transitioning to working online and doing um, school online. And so it was just very rough. And I'm the type of person where it doesn't take much, admittedly, I need to work on this, it doesn't take much to put me in a bad mood. One thing goes wrong and I'm just like, all right, that's it, like I'm done, I have an attitude, I shut down. And so I ended up coming back to Ohio after spending a month back home with family, like I said, and in the month of April, I just experienced so much depression and loneliness. I was stuck in my apartment quarantined for 14 days because I had crossed state lines. And it was just such a miserable experience. And I remember telling God, like, I don't want to spend the next month like this because I was anticipating another 30 days in quarantine as the pandemic was getting worse and worse. And so on May 1st, I sat down and just wrote out what I what I envisioned for May. I knew that I had to be very intentional about bringing myself out of the wilderness. I knew that April was just so rough for me and it was just a time of misery and I was literally at my worst and so I prayed I watched a sermon about God's vision for me and out of that is when my podcast just kind of launched forward and so I wrote down goals on a bunch of different post-it notes so I'm telling y'all I really I really am the person keeping post-it notes in business and I wrote down questions and my questions were what do you want to leave in April what do you need to make more time for What did April grow in you and how do you want to carry it forward? What do you need more of and what do you need less of? What intention do you want to bring into May? What do you want to cultivate and allow in May? What feels the most inspiring about the month ahead? And then what feels the most important about the month ahead? And so I took some time and just prayed as I'm working through these questions to figure out, you know, exactly how I was going to move forward, how I was going to make May such a month of fruitfulness and how I was going to work on myself. And at the beginning of 2020, I kept getting confirmation from the Lord. And I can attest to this. He will speak to you and he will keep sending you confirmation when you need it, when you're actively seeking that, actively seeking clarity and direction from him. And he, to me, kept speaking to me and telling me to use my voice. And I'm so obsessed with podcasts. When I'm traveling, I listen to it. When I'm in the shower in the morning, I listen to podcasts. When I'm washing my dishes, I listen to podcasts. And I was just like, okay, all right, Lord, this is what you want for me. You want me to use my voice on a podcast and you want me to broadcast that to people. I have a voice that you have given me as such a great talent and you are choosing to work in me and through me using my voice. And so I began in May. And I had no idea 
how to even begin a podcast. I had no idea where to start. And so I simply went on Google and I was I was just looking around. I ended up on YouTube. Y'all know how that goes. Four hours later, I'm like knee deep into all these YouTube videos about how to start your podcast, what equipment to get and all these things. And I just realized how happy I felt because I was follow, finally following God's vision for me. I was finally walking in my purpose. This felt so good. And don't get me wrong, there were low moments. There were times where I was doubting the Lord and I was just second guessing my abilities and my talents. And I just want to talk today about how being in the wilderness reminds me of when the Israelites were being led out of Egypt in Exodus. So they spent 40 years in the wild. And so although we haven't spent 40 years in our wilderness, for me, I know it's been like two months. And so I can't even imagine 40 years. Sheesh. There has to be a purpose, right? Like there has to be a purpose for God bringing us through all these trials and tribulations. And so my question that I want to pose to you all today is what promised land is God pushing you to embark on? And that may be starting a business, you know, that may be starting your influencing on social media, that may be moving out of town, that may be enrolling into school, that may be applying for that job that you've been so afraid to apply for, because there's a purpose for your wilderness. There's a purpose that God has kept you in this space that has been so hard and chaotic for you because he wants you to depend on you. When you find yourself in these moments where you are lonely, you should be seeking God. You should be seeking clarity from him. A lot of times when we are in these spots where we feel like we have no one else, we so often forget that we have the Lord and all we need to do is talk to him, be with him, open up a space and center ourselves to be with him. And so he seeks us. He he truly does. He calls upon us and it is on us to act. And seeking God's vision takes so much self-discipline. I'm telling y'all, when I first started um, following my purpose in the Lord, I was literally having to write out an agenda of what I was going to do for the day because I was not going to be disciplined. I was not going to do what I was supposed to do to make progress for that day. And I had to cut out a lot of things. There was a point during that wilderness where I literally just logged out of all my social media for about three weeks. And you have no idea how much I was able to get accomplished because I did not have that distraction. So we're going to focus a lot on self-discipline in in the wilderness, how to just keep yourself disciplined and just keeping your eye on the promised land that God has essentially promised you so that when you do reach that promised land, it is full of fruitfulness. It is full of things that the Lord has put there for you to grow you. So going back to self-discipline, you have to be very intentional about spending time with the Lord, about listening to his voice. You need to know exactly where you're trying to go, okay? So in order to know where you're trying to go, you have to take the time to listen. And a lot of times, for me, confirmation comes through scripture. It comes through talking to my closest friends and family, my spiritual guidance, sometimes even talking to my therapist. I kid y'all not, I was literally on a, a, a virtual tele, what is it called? Teletherapy call with my therapist. And she literally looked at me and she said, Taylor, whatever 
you are doing in life right now is about to be abundantly blessed. Whatever project you are working on for the Lord right now, keep at it. For some reason, the spirit is telling me to tell you to not give up, all right? And so that freaked me out because I'm like, wow, Lord, like you're really using the people that are so close to me, you know, to provide confirmation. And then a few days later, as I'm going through the book of Exodus for myself, one of my really good friends calls me and she's like, Taylor, something in me is just telling me that you need to go back and focus on Exodus, focus on Moses leading God's people out of slavery into something brand new and something so amazing. And my heart just like exploded because I'm literally in the midst of Exodus as she's telling me this and I keep getting all this confirmation. And so just be disciplined, be intentional about where you are now and where you're trying to go. You have to take the time to be with God. You have to time, have to take the time to open your ears and quiet your lips, to just be, to focus, all right? Like it's so hard. I'm telling y'all, self-discipline is no joke, but it's so imperative to get to your promised land. My next point is to have grace for yourself. This is such a hard thing for me because I am so, so hard on myself. I'm super type A. I'm a perfectionist. But you have to allow yourself to make mistakes. You have to allow yourself to be vulnerable. You have to allow yourself to fail because through allowing yourself to be vulnerable and allowing yourself to fail, you learn to rely on God more and more. You learn to trust him to do the things that he is trying to get you to. You learn to put all your trust in him because you get to a point where you're like, I can't do this without you, Lord. And if God has that much grace for you, then you should have that much grace for yourself. All right. So my next point, protect your mental health. Who this is such a big one for me. I'm the type of person where it used to be so hard for me to say no. I would go, go, go. And my mental health was suffering until I got to the point where I would be sick, y'all, like sick for days because my body was shut down. And I'm telling you, if you don't rest in the Lord and rest and just be, he will sit you down at the most inconvenient moment. Okay, like I'll never forget my sophomore year in undergrad, I was just going, going, going. And during the most inconvenient time, I caught the flu. Never had the flu before, but I was not resting. And my immune system was just whack, y'all. Like, it was just non-existent at this point. So I caught the flu. I then got a double ear infection from that and then had a really bad infection from my antibiotics. And this is all in a time where I was doing programming. I also had, I remember that Monday morning that I got sick, I had a paper that was due that I hadn't even started. Y'all know procrastination. <laughs> and then I also had a huge exam. And I was just like, Lord, why are you doing this? But you know what? I learned my lesson because if you don't give yourself the time to rest, your body will force force that during a time that is very stressful because during times that are very stressful are when your immune system is just awful and just not able to fight against the germs and things of that sort so protect your mental health rest exercise I started doing yoga on YouTube because it's free and I'm kind of like a poor graduate student no kind of about it I am a poor graduate student and you just have to learn to just do things that refill your cup because you can't keep going on empty that is an awful idea 
Also, one of the things that I struggle with the most is having a good sleep pattern. All right, like I'm on my phone at night on social media. Admittedly, I know this is awful and time just gets away from me. So I look up and it's 2 a.m. and I don't have to be up at 8 a.m. So be very, again, intentional about getting the rest that you need. Therapy. It is okay to have Jesus and a therapist too, okay? Let me be the first to say that. Talk to somebody. Don't keep that bottle up. I went through years where I was keeping all of my feelings inside and it just, it rained on every single aspect of my life, which was awful. And I would not be able to follow God's vision and purpose for me without having to tackle those things first. You have to tackle the things that are of the heart first before you go out and allow God to work through you. And then my last part of protecting your mental health is watching your media intake, especially currently, especially for my brown brothers and sisters. Let me tell y'all, the things that are going on right now in media are so traumatizing and don't let anyone let you or make you feel guilty for having to take a step back and turn that off and unplug. Because sometimes that can perpetuate issues with your mental health that are just not good all right so when you need to take a break from social media do that if you feel yourself being exhausted take that break and then another huge part is just creating a new sense of normalcy we are leaving out of our wilderness all right and in our promised land it's not gonna be like what it was like before we ventured here so you have to be very focused on taking the time to figure out what your new normal is you know for me it's writing that down on my agenda and just being very intentional about all right this is what we're doing from here on out this is how my week is gonna go and just taking the time to work through that as y'all can tell I'm a very structured type a person and although that doesn't work for all of us it may work just to have a space to write those out I have to see you know what I'm doing and what my new normal looks like and for a lot of us our new normal is just it's uncomfortable because we hate new things but we have to do that because we can't keep living in a state of transition you need to get to your promised land you need to build on this new life in this new land that the Lord has given to you and a little plug here we want to have control, y'all. I know how hard that is, especially in times like this. It's the human in us. But let me share some good news with you. And I promise this is like the best news ever. And it should not scare you, all right? So that news is that God is in control. Let that calm you. Rest in that. Let me say it again. God is in control. So stop trying to control the outcome of things. Just take whatever the Lord is throwing at you, the resources he's given you to get to your promised land and roll with it. Y'all, like, stop trying to have control over whatever happens. Let it happen. Let it flow. He's trying to take you somewhere. So as we're getting to our promised land, I want you to be mindful of a few things. Again, wherever he's trying to take you, you have to sit down and figure out what that is. And I'm sure he's already planted that in you. And as I've been talking, you've been like, wow, Lord, like I've had this idea brewing to me for a little while, but I've been so hesitant to take it because I'm afraid. This is your confirmation. So number one, do not have a lack of trust when... 
the people of God were in their wilderness. They kept asking Moses, what will we eat? What will we drink? Do y'all know we, they were in the wilderness for 40 years and had food, had water, had shoes, had shelter, all of these things. And they still asked and they worried. This is such a huge thing for me personally, because I have always been a worrier. When you actually need to be a warrior, put all of that, what you will eat, what you will drink, what you will do in the hands of the Lord. Trust him to work those things out. He will sustain you. Number two, check your attitude. Give thanks instead of complaining. All right. So you want to make sure that you are always having an attitude of gratitude, even in the midst of difficulties, even in the midst of challenges, because God will use that as a test of your faith to ensure that you are trusting in him to get you to your promised land. Number four, do not be prideful. Everything you have is because of God. Give him the credit. You could not do any of the things that you are doing if it were not for him. He wants you to give him thanks because he is working through you. And at the end of the day, you are supposed to let people see and show people ultimately how the Lord works and how he works in the lives of you for other people. Number five, fight. Fight to possess what God is trying to give you. It's so easy to give up. So, so much easier to give up. I cannot stress this enough. But on the other side of that difficulty, it's going to be something powerful, something immensely great, something that God is carrying you to that you would have never seen had you given up. He did not bring you out of slavery to whatever was to whatever you were a slave to. He did not bring you out of your exodus to stop here. He has been prepping you for war. Think about it. When soldiers go to boot camp, right? They are training. The fight does not stop in boot camp they're ultimately training so they can go out to war on a battlefield and fight there also so keep that in mind you are still going to have challenges in your promised land and the things that are challenging you now while you're in this period of traveling in your transition period you're going to use those tools that the lord is equipping you with when those challenges arise in your promised land all right y'all so before we wrap up i just want to end off with this short little anecdote i feel like God talks to me through my encounters with people. Like I just always pay attention to um, the conversations that I have with people. And I feel like that's really how God um, affirms everything that he's saying to me. So I, I'm just really attuned and focused on, again, those interactions that I have with the people closest to me in life. Um, and so I am in the midst of moving. Well, I actually just moved into a new apartment and I absolutely hate moving y'all like it's awful I've moved every single year since I was 18 because of college dorms houses apartments just doing all that kind of stuff and so I was talking to my mom before I moved and I'm like oh like I hate that I have to move like this is just awful already and she made this statement that just kind of stuck to me and she said you don't want to move but you want to be moved and I just felt like that was so, so relevant on so many different levels in my life. And I am just feeling the urge to share that with you all today because a lot of times we know where we want to go and we want to be there, but we don't want to take that wild journey to get there. 
So I'm encouraging you all to start making those steps. Start packing up your boxes. Start asking people to help you move. Those are your resources you're going to need. And get there. Get it done. Because although that work is hard, it's going to pay off so much. You're going to love your new space. You're going to love your new move. My new apartment, I'm in it right now. Absolutely love it. Hated the moving process. It was awful, y'all. It really was. Like, I really, really hate it. But the new space that I'm in is so peaceful. It's so serene. I have a better workspace. And I just, I just love it. So I want to end off on that little bit of tidbit. Don't let the journey hold you back. Don't let the journey keep you somewhere that you are intended to be. God is leading you to something that only can be done if you trust him. All right. So what are we putting on our prayer wall this week? On our prayer wall this week, we're going to pray for self-discipline. Self-discipline is the purest form of self-love. All right. So we're praying for that. We're going to pray. A lot of you may need more clarity from God about his about his vision for your promised land. Put that on your prayer wall this week. And then the last thing that I want you all to put on your prayer wall this week is protection. Protect your mental health. In the midst of everything that's going on, protect that is so important right now, protecting your mental health. Thank y'all for joining in today and being here with me on the very first episode of prayer wall podcast i'm so excited um again and i hope that my passion showed all throughout this first episode again i'll be releasing episodes every first and third monday of the month so it will be a bi-weekly podcast be sure to subscribe rate and like and comment on our social medias at prayer wall podcast i would also love to hear from you all send prayer requests send praise reports send topics that you would love me to cover i'm open to anything so you can again dm me on instagram at prayer wall podcast or you can um contact me at my gmail account and that is prayer wall podcast at gmail.com this has been so fun y'all and i will catch y'all later